This is Journal Talk, episode 19, with a special guest, the one and only Kathleen Adams. I've been asked to be the series editor for a series of books on expressive and therapeutic writing. Mm. And the premise of the series is that education and social science, psychology, counseling, the arts, have been kind of going in parallel paths toward a common vision of, they call it emotional intelligence, developing emotional intelligence in children and helping them learn how to make good choices. I mean, part of the process of public school is to help kids learn how to be responsible people. And and writing used to be time-honored method of helping kids learn how to be in relationship with themselves and other people. Mm-hmm. With standardized testing, it's kind of gone underground, but there's, yeah. you know, there's no, it's no secret that language arts and writing, expressive writing, is a tool that teachers want to be able to use with children, even if they can't always pull it off the way that, you know, optimally they would like to. Yeah, Meanwhile, yeah. over in the counseling side, we've been going for the same thing. We try to teach people how to make good choices, how to live better lives, how to be responsible. But we don't really talk to each other much about how we do this. I mean, it's not a very mm. coordinated effort. So this series is designed to bridge that gap, to get therapists and counselors and educators and community activists talking to each other about common things that matter to all of them so that we can align wow. all of our skills and resources. Oh, that sounds like such an important work. And Thank so, you. And That's bridging that psych- yes. psychosocial... Yes. I don't know how to, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. So that's, that's the big vision. You're listening to Journal Talk, a podcast for sharing tips, and we take this moment to say thank you for tuning in. And now, back to your host, Nathan Oren. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Journal Talk. I'm your host, Nathan Oren. What do you call the creator of an entire universe? I suppose it might be a god or a goddess. Well, my guest this week is someone who has truly made the impact of a goddess in this world. She was a finalist for the Peacemaker Award in Colorado for her work in bringing journal therapy to populations as diverse as people with HIV and AIDS, breast cancer survivors, recovering addicts, and survivors of violent crime. Kathleen Adams, her friends call her Kay, is a best-selling author, speaker, psychotherapist, and visionary. Her first book, Journal to the Self, is a classic, and it has helped define the field of journal therapy today. She has since written several other books, which we'll talk about later on in this episode. She has made powerful and significant contributions to the field of expressive writing and has helped hundreds and thousands of people heal and change and grow. For example, we'll be talking about her innovation of the journal ladder. Kay's dynamic presentation style is fluid, clinically grounded. 
intuitive, and engaging. She is the voice of journal therapy at conferences, hospitals, mental health agencies, and seminars around the world. She's a tireless advocate for the healing power of writing. Kay Adams is a three-time recipient of the Distinguished Service Award from the National Association for Poetry Therapy. I'm going to share a conversation I had with Kay in just a few moments, but first I have a couple of announcements. Number one is I'm setting up a an official mailing list. I, I'm still in the process of setting up my mailing list, and the best way to get notifications of news updates is through my blog, Write for Life. So if you take a moment to subscribe to that, I'd truly be grateful to get in touch with the people who enjoy this these uh, podcasts. And this is also how I distribute the announcement of my new episodes. So every Journal Talk episode features new conversation about journal writing tips and tools, usually showcasing experts in the field. And I'd love for you to get a written summary of each episode with notes and web links delivered to your inbox every time a new one is available. So visit my website and subscribe on the right-hand panel. Everyone who subscribes in the month of November will get a free gift from me. Second, I am deeply grateful for the listeners, friends, fans, co-workers, and family members who have helped me to nominate Journal Talk for the best podcast in the category of health and fitness. I'm so excited to have passed all the criteria and made it to the top 10 and now on the official voting ballot. Now, at this point, it's just a simple popularity contest. So the most votes wins at this point. And uh, so I'm asking everybody, please vote for Journal Talk at www.podcastawards.com. It's the 11th of the month today, so we only have five days left of the race. Uh, It ends on November 15th, and you're allowed to vote once every day. The same person can, can vote again and again once each day, and we only have five days left. The fact that this podcast, Journal Talk, talking about the benefits of writing, has made it this far is a huge testimony to the progress we're making in raising awareness about what journaling is all about. So getting an award like this is a huge recognition from mainstream media. It will have a giant impact on our work. So please vote for Journal Talk. It's not just a vote for Journal Talk. It's a vote for the power of writing inside the category of health and fitness. So speaking of online recognition, listen to this. In a recent online poll, About.com listed the three most significant influential people on contemporary journal keeping. And here they are, the three people most influential on today's journal keeping are Anais Nin, Anne Frank, and the guest on our episode today, Kathleen Adams. So please enjoy this introduction of our conversation. Okay, welcome to Journal Talk, and thanks so much for being here. Thank you. I really am looking forward to this. <laughs> Super. I have topics galore, so help me organize these as, as okay. they make sense to you. But first of all, I'm excited to be part of your training program. We've got 
you know, probably 82 questions there, and some of those are personal, and I'll take them offline. Okay. Um, but then Journalverse and the Center for Journal Therapy is a gigantic resource of information and then a writing institute this as a part of that. Therapeutic Writing Institute, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, if you look at it carefully, it says Twinstitute. It does. Thank you for noticing that. It is the twin of the Center for Journal Therapy. It's actually the professional training division of the Center for Journal Therapy, but TW Institute does, in fact, say Twinstitute, and sometimes that's what we call it. It feels yeah, yeah. nice and friendly and familial. And then just so many of the guests I've had on this show, Kay, have mentioned, you know, oh, yeah, you should read Mightier Than the Sword by Kathleen oh. Adams, or you should check out this book. And, I mean, your name has come up so many times. Oh, you know, the thank you. I'm so, you so. <laughs> I'm so glad to know that. <laughs> so how long have you been in this? like James Pennebaker, you've got your fingerprint all over this field. And I would just love to know how you got started and what prompted you for your own journal writing first. And then secondly, when did you make the decision to leap out and start helping other people realize that this is a doorway into themselves? Well, thanks for that question. I've been (laughs) writing my own journals and diaries since I was 10 years old. Oh, wow. I had known I was a writer from the time I was a small child. I'd just always known that. And I knew I wanted to grow up to be a writer. I was a professional writer for my earlier career Mm. and, you know, majored in journalism, did all that stuff. So when I got a diary at the age of 10, it felt like a breakthrough. It felt like finally I was being acknowledged Mm. as a writer. And it was a very significant moment. I thought I wrote journals because I was a writer. I didn't realize that other people did it too. (laughs) until I went to my very first workshop in the Ira Progoff tradition in 1982. And I was immediately blown away to find out that there were all kinds of people who were at this workshop who did not consider themselves writers the way that I did. Mm -hmm. So that was like revelation number one. Revelation number two was the Progoff workshop itself, the depth, Mm. the intensity, the beauty, the brilliance, It was and continues to be the most beautiful descent into soul writing, unconscious Mm. writing, coming from a place of deep presence, deep selfhood. It transformed me substantially because it brought out in me things that I knew were there, but I didn't have a reliable way to access. Mm. And that workshop gave me a whole different dimension to my writing through which I could deepen into even richer mm-hmm. places mm-hmm. within myself. Wow. So, but that wasn't the way I wrote every day. Most of the time I just scratched off who I was mad at or what was going on or <laughs> you know, what I had to do that day or things not to forget. That was my normal journal pattern, the problem I was having in an attempt to sort it out, a, mm-hmm. a hurt that I was experiencing, a, a celebration, that I, some, a thought that I wanted to capture, an idea I wanted to develop. But it was very much of a hodgepodge of those kinds of things. So in 1985, I was a first-year graduate student in psychology and counseling. I had left my career in publishing and wandered around for a year taking a whole bunch of personal growth classes and mm-hmm. made a new group of friends who were very much into the personal growth movement of the you know late 70s into the mid 80s. Mm. 
we had this kind of remarkable community where we would just make stuff up and then invite each other over to witness it or participate in it. So we were always making up workshops and inviting people over to take them. (laughs) And some friends said to me one day, why don't you teach a class on journal writing? And I said, oh, for heaven's sakes, what's to teach? You just write a journal. And they said, no, no, you just write a journal. We have problems. So I said, okay, come on over. I'll figure it out. So I had six friends sitting on my living room floor. I went through my old journals to look at how I had written. All I had as a formal model was the Progoff material, but I knew I couldn't possibly teach Progoff the way that Progoff taught Progoff. Right. So that was like out. And, but I looked through my journals, and it was like I made lists when I was getting organized. I wrote unsent letters when I was mad, and I mm-hmm. wrote in a future voice when I was thinking about something I wanted to imagine for myself. As a writer, I, I had brought in creative writing techniques, journalistic techniques, some mm-hmm. techniques I had made up as an editor at a publishing company. Anyway, I pulled out 21 different ways to write, and that became the basis for this 12-hour workshop ah, uh-huh. called Write On wow. in those days. And six of my friends sat on my living room floor, acted like I knew what I was doing, and I knew immediately that the intersection between psychotherapy and journal writing was my work in the world. Mm-hmm. And I made a commitment right then and there that I was going to follow the work wherever it took me, and that was 28 years ago. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. I wish I could have been there on that. On that uh, it was wonderful. That. I mean, it was really wonderful. <laughs> it was, it was, I remember that circle. It will be one of, you know, Progoff has this technique called stepping stones, which is mm. the markers of your life, the places in your life where you can look at it and say, things were never the same for me mm. after this, and it continues to impact my life as I am living it today. Yeah, and that yeah. first group on my living room floor is a stepping stone. I will never forget it, and it will always shape me. You are listening to Journal Talk, a bi-weekly podcast about all things journaling. This podcast is part of Write for Life, a web resource for living with clarity, passion, and purpose through journaling. Visit our website at number 4 life.us and now here's the host of journal talk and the founder of write for life journaling coach nathan oren welcome back to journal talk at the start of this podcast you heard Kay adams describe an important project that she's been asked to take on She's writing a series of workbooks for school teachers, mental health workers, psychiatrists. It's really an effort to bridge the gaps, the efforts and techniques in the power of language used by the people in these three separate fields. To me, it sounds like you know trying to define a single universal theory of journal writing to connect all the different ways that it can be used. And that's quite a feat, I must say. But when you hear how many books... Kay has written on the subject of journal writing, you'll know that she is definitely the right woman for this task. Let's hear more from my conversation with Kathleen Adams. And so Journal to the Self was your first book? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many books have you published today? I counted eight titles, but I'm not sure. Well, 
Um, eight is pretty close. As of, I hope, pretty soon, any day now, it will be nine. I have a book that's due out any day. It was actually due out about three weeks ago, but <laughs> nine, a, to- a total of nine. Uh, six that I have authored, two okay. books that I co-authored, and then this most recent book that is that I'm waiting for is an edited anthology. So Journal to the Perfect. Self was my first. It was written as my master's thesis, actually, for my counseling program. Mm. And it was published by Warner Books. Represents the first three and a half, four years of my teaching and thinking. That's always been sort of my signature book. That's a very basic how-to book on how to keep a journal for personal growth, creative expression, life management. It's a Mm technique-oriented book. It's what Mm -hmm. I taught on my living room floor. Um, Yeah. But it derived out of, and all of the examples in it, derived out of those, those earliest years of teaching. <laughs> and it represents my earliest clinical thinking. So it's like my very first, my original thought on some of this stuff. Next came The Way of the Journal, which is a workbook that I wrote when I was working 